Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. The Rose Bowl. The game that inspired the college football bowl season has a long and storied history. The stadium itself is 100 years old, and in celebration of it, Pigskin Dispatch is assembling some of the top historians and authors to share the memories, people, and events that make the granddaddy of them all the special game that it is. Enjoy this Rose Bowl memory from pigskindispatch.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to positive football history. And it is the portal to Rose Bowl history this month. All month long, we are talking about Rose Bowl history, the 100th anniversary of the stadium, and uh, talking about some great things that have centered around that stadium and the game itself that we call the Rose Bowl. Now, we have historians and experts coming on talking uh, throughout this month, 40 straight days. And tonight, we have another reappearing guest. It's Rich Schmel. Rich, welcome back to the pig pen. Darren, thank you so much. I can't wait to get dirty again. Like I always say, I love jumping in the pig pig pen with you. And uh, I was looking so forward to this. Uh, Everybody that loves pig pig skin dispatch and who doesn't. uh, I've been waiting to talk about this game. Uh, 1973 Rose Bowl, 1972 Trojans. I'm going to try to be equally balanced here. but I, I bleed cardinal and gold. It's all because of the 1972 Trojans. I live in Ohio. I know that's taboo to say, you know, not root for Ohio State, but I remember watching the Ohio State-Michigan game and the USC-UCLA game came on right after that in those days. And from the Coliseum, spotlights going, palm trees, suntan cheerleaders, movie stars in the stands. I said, wow, it was like a beacon for me. Whoever was going to win that game, I was going to be a fan of them. Well, USC won. It turned out to be like the greatest year in USC football history. And I have to say, it is the greatest to me. You, the '72 Trojan team, is still the greatest football team, college college wise, in the history of the game. I mean, they were absolutely unstoppable. They won 12 straight games. They averaged 38.9 points a game, and their defense. They held half their half of their 12 opponents to seven points or fewer. And I mean, it's just it was absolutely amazing. They were a wrecking machine. So, Absolute wrecking machine. So pretty well balanced, and you have you know strong offense scoring thirty eight points, holding opponents to a touchdown. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, and right right out of the box. I mean, they 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 went up against number one. I'm sorry, the number four Arkansas team in the first first week, and they shot up to number one, and they never ever gave that up. It was great. And Ohio State was no slouch. You know, Ohio State was nine and nine and one coming into this game. And of course, Woody Hayes, John McKay, it had everything. Ohio State was ranked number three coming into this game. So, I mean, it was no, uh, 
no slot. They they there were no slouch team for them, even though um, USC was favored by quite a bit coming into the game. Did you and know also, what the spread was on that that game beforehand? I believe it was two touchdowns. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that it was two touchdowns. Wow. Okay. That's that's a lot more than I would have anticipated. Okay. Not, um, yeah. No, I, I I believe it was two touchdowns. If I'm if I'm wrong, I apologize, everybody. But I believe from what I what I've seen that it was two touchdowns. So they they were that much of a powerhouse. I mean, incredible backfield. Um, he had Sam Cunningham, Sam the Bam Cunningham at fullback, and my guy Anthony Davis. I Anthony Davis, the he you know out of the San Fernando Valley. Um, it, it just and there was like a pipeline for, for that team. Then Charles White came a few years later from that same school, dominated, won the Heisman and all. But Anthony Davis was this squat five foot nine hundred eighty five pound halfback, and he was a sophomore that year, and he was just just magnificent. And just watching him play, and if it wasn't for him, to be honest with you, if it wasn't for him, they were playing Notre Dame, and he was just he was called the uh, Notre Dame killer at that time. I mean, in, as a sophomore, he ran for six touchdowns in, in the victory in the very last game of the year before they went into the Rose Bowl. And, you know, they already had the Pac. It was, at that time, it was the Pac-8. The Pac-8 championship wrapped up, and then they had the glam game between Notre Dame. And that game made him a legend. And in a, in a few weeks, we'll be talking about the 74 team, and I want to talk even more about AD at that time because what he did in 74 – was amazing. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave that as a little bit of a hanger there, you know? Okay. Yeah. And in, in the reality of this podcast, it'll be uh, two nights from now. We'll be talking about that 74 team because we'll be doing them chronologically. So listeners, oh, uh, stay, stay tuned for two days for that, uh, that following story. And this also, uh, the attendance was 106,869. It set a stadium record as well as an NCAA, NCAA bowl game record. So, I mean, this was just, it's just in a, in a, an amazing game, amazing team. Um, if you were a Buckeye fan and you were watching this, uh, and of course, if you bet on it, you know, uh, you seem pretty comfortable at halftime because it was seven to seven at the half. So, you know, UCLA or USC took, took the lead and then, uh, USC came or Ohio State came back. So it was seven to seven. But then in the second quarter, in the, in the third quarter, uh, USC just exploded. And, you know, 21 points in the third quarter, 14 points in the fourth. It was absolutely amazing. Sam Cunningham, who was an incredible short yardage back, he was an All-American back. He scored four touchdowns in that game, became the MVP of the game. Uh, Lynn Swan, Hall of Famer, you know, in college and in the pros, scored the very first touchdown of the game. And seeing where you where you are, I'm sure Lynn Swan is, you know, pretty well revered. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh... – yes. That's yes. what makes this game intriguing for me. <laughs> well, he opened the scoring. He opened the scoring on a 10-yard pass from Mike Ray. And Mike Ray, what team did he play for? The Raiders. <laughs> Another one of my passions, the silver and black. <laughs> so that's why I got a little confused. I almost said, you know, silver and black as far instead of cardinal and gold. But, you know, I love both of them equally. But, uh, yeah, Anthony Davis scored on a 20-yard run. And it was just, you know, and, and when you look at Sam Cunningham's runs, he had four touchdowns. One was on two yards. Three were of one yard. He was just this big battering ram fullback. Wound up playing, had a pretty good pro career with the New England Patriots also. But his heyday was at USC under John McKay. Yeah, I was thinking they, they probably didn't have to worry too much about quarterback sneaks when you got a short yardage back like that scoring four touchdowns. Oh, no, no. Less than two he's, yards. 
He set three modern Rose Bowl records with four touchdowns, and that was his final college game. And as of 2008, they said, the records for touchdown rushing and points scored, they've been matched by Eric Ball in 86, Ron Dane in 99, and Vince Young in 2006, which that was against USC and broke my heart because they were going for the third straight championship, and Vince Young demolished them with Texas. (laughs) Uh, And it was also uh, Rose Bowl had a record for most points in a half with 45, and it was set in the second half where USC scored 35 and Ohio State 10. And uh, this was later tied in 1999 by Wisconsin and UCLA, and then surpassed by USC and Texas with 53 points in the second half in 2006. And this was the first time, this was the first of three Ohio State-USC matchups in the Rose Bowl in the 70s. And uh, just, uh, it, you know, for it, it was like, uh, we, they went 72 and 73, 74, and then also then um, in 79, they played again in that in that game. Uh, that was with Charles White. And I'll let, you'll be talking about that Between those three straight uh, meetings of these two teams, this this particular game, that 73 one, this is when they're both ranked the highest. Uh, you know, Southern Cal, like you said, yes. top team. Ohio State's ranked third, so... Pretty pretty good matchup yes. on paper beforehand. Not not oh, so much yeah. in the and box this, score. <laughs> no, no, and this was also uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing because when you look at you know like the total yards, USC rolled up four hundred and fifty one, you know total yards, uh, rushing yards two hundred and seven ra- yards. Yet Ohio State outrushed them. Uh, they had two hundred and eighty five rushing yards in that game, which was which was amazing. But uh, it was funny because in passing yards, USC had 244 and Ohio State had 81, which, you know, Ohio, that was, a, I'd say that was probably a lot for Ohio State under Woody Hayes. I mean, that, that was a heck of an amount of yardage because uh, quarterbacks were basically just extra running backs, little lankier running backs for them. Hmm. And an interesting thing about this, Darren, is um, this was when the freshmen where you couldn't play, um, they, they wouldn't allow freshmen to play before this and then all of a sudden they they allowed freshmen now they still had freshman teams and everything but if you were good enough to make the make the varsity you made the varsity and uh archie griffin this was his first experience at four straight rose balls so and of course two eisman trophies down the road right yeah so that, that was a, little bit, a little bit of trivia there yeah, that that's pretty amazing. The stats that you're telling me the the offensive balance of USC. I mean, that's that's almost a fifty fifty split of between your your yardage. Maybe it's more like 45, uh, 55, But they're running uh, yardage against their passing yardage, which is oh, something sure. that's sort of an enigma today. We would never think of of a game having like that, especially a college game. You know, we'd think you know the aerial assaults are where all the yardage comes from. But when you're putting 450 yards up and it's split like that pretty equally, that's, that's a pretty good, oh, yeah. uh, good balance. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they had it all. I mean, they've had, you know, they had people that wound up being in the pro football hall of fame from this time, this team. And uh, also an interesting fact was uh, uh, the the defense, which I said, you know, they, they were just a phenomenal tough, tough as nails defense. And like I said, everybody kind of forgets about that defense because of Anthony Davis, you know, beating uh, Notre Dame the way they did it and Sam Cunningham and Lynn Swan. And of course, Pete Adams, Pete Adams was a, a All-American uh, offensive lineman. So, you know, you had, you had th- th- this offense that, that, that totally took over all the headlines, but you had a linebacker on that team named Richard Batman Woods. 
and number 83. And this guy was cool. He had he had the elbow pads with the Batman logo on it. And he was the very first three-time All-American. You know, he, he made All-American in, in this team as a sophomore and then in 73 and 74. So it was just a great, great, fan, fantastic team. And like I said, it started a love affair with me, with, with uh, USC, and it continues forever. Wow. They all thanks to the 1972 team and Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah, definitely some amazing teams. Um, you know, make sure, uh, listeners, if you haven't yet, we had Rich on and we talked about uh, Coach John McKay over his career of you know all his championships. You know, this one included. Uh, that's back if you go in Pigskin Dispatch, go in the search box, uh, you know, put in a uh, quote, John McKay, and uh, we'll have some great things there that you'll hear Rich on talking about some of these other teams of Coach McKay, too. And don't worry, you know, like we said, two days from now, Rich will be on again talking about Coach McKay and the Trojans and another Rose Bowl. And uh, we're excited to hear that too. So, all right, uh, John McKay and, and and everyone in the audience, um, if you can find any of his his one liners, John McKay had. I know I stated this on the show about John McKay, but I just love talking about. I mean, John McKay just had the the most. His nickname was the Quipper, and he just had the most incredible quips. Of, of you know, he would just stand there with this the stoic look on his face and just say the most funniest things like. When he was coach of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they lost, they were expansion team. They lost their first 20, 26 games in, in you know, the 0 and 14, they were 0 and 12 the next year. That's when they had the 14 game schedules <laughs> years ago. And now they're playing what 35 games a year, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, it's um, you know, they, they, they asked him after the 26th loss, they go, what do you think of your team's execution? And he just looked, he said, I'm all for it. You know, I mean, it's, that, that's like my, my favorite line, you know? So, I mean, John McKay was just amazing. And uh, I just can't say enough about this 72 team. Sorry, I've been rambling on so much folks, but what a team, what, a, what a legacy that they led it, it left. And uh, like I said, it, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that, that started a love affair with USC, you know, through good times and bad after that, but more good times than anything. And uh, it, it's just, it's just, it's just, it just was a great team to me. I think, Again, I'm biased, but I think this is the greatest college team of all time. Well, you, you're definitely your passion is there, and uh, maybe uh, maybe we take this opportunity. You have a, a book, uh, USC Football Encyclopedia. Yes, yeah, but once you get, give a plug on that, please, and let us know how people can get their hands on a copy. Okay, it was uh, it's 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 about the first 125 years of USC football, and it covers all the games. It covers all the coaches, so a, a huge section on on legendary players. And just all kinds of uh, um, like nickname, you know, nicknames and all, all kinds of interesting things about the team, you know, uh, like the mascots. And, you know, there's a George Tirebiter who was a little dog that they picked up years ago. And I'm going to bring up a little trivia question later about another dog, um, uh, not George Tirebiter, but, you know, talking about Traveler and the, the Fight On song and Conquest and the cheerleaders. And all, it's got all kinds of things in there, not only the, the, the players and all, but everybody that, that, you know, made, made the team what it was, whether you participated on the field or in some facet. So um, it was a lot of fun to work on. Uh, very, very lucky to do it. And you can just go to Amazon and punch in uh, USC football encyclopedia and it'll come up. And there's a picture of Reggie Bush on the cover. Okay. Uh, make sure you do that folks. Now, you said you have a, some a trivia question or two for us. Yes. Now, as I just said, that you, back in the back in the 
the I think the later 40s, early 50s, there was a uh, little dog that ran around. They called him George Tirebiter. And he became a mascot of USC football. And they called him George Tirebiter because uh, he chased cars. And he became, you know, almost like a Hollywood star. Okay. And unfortunately, he met his demise by chasing a car and, you know, got hit. But they actually have a little statue of him on campus. Now, by 1972, they also had a mascot. And this is where it gets deep now, folks. Now, if, 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 you know, all the USC football fans that are listening and who wouldn't be listening to this great show, uh, Darren's awesome. So please listen to it. But uh, if, you, if you hear this, and this is a great piece of trivia, there was a little dog that they had, just a mangy little mutt that they picked up and they called him Turd. And he was the unofficial mascot of the 72 team. And there's a picture of Turd being held up by Pete uh, Adams, the All-American lineman. And I believe it was after they beat either, I believe it was after they beat UCLA. And he's holding this mangy little mud up over his head. And his name was Turd. And he was the unofficial mascot of the 1972 Trojans. Talk about a great team to be a mascot for, unofficial or not. So, wow, we dug deep in the pig pen for that one, folks. We dug deep in the in the you, mud for that. You, one. you dug deep in the turd for that one. <laughs> well, yeah, we dug deep in deep in the mud for turd. <laughs> I hope nobody's eating when they hear that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry for ruining the appetites out there. But <laughs> yeah, sorry, folks. Don't listen to this but, at dinner. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah, but Rich uh, leaves no turd unturned uh, to get the these trivia. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> turd, everybody. When you think of me, you think of turd. Right? <laughs> well, maybe my family that way. <laughs> oh boy, Rich. Uh, hey, another great uh, piece of information on USC history and Rose Bowl history. Uh, had a lot of fun again tonight. Uh, really appreciate you coming on here and sharing with us once again. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're going to be doing this a, a couple nights from now again and uh, get to hear Rich again and uh, excited about that. So, so thank you very much for sharing with us tonight. Darren, my pleasure. I love love it all. I love jumping in the pig pen anytime with you. And uh, to all the USC fans out there, fight on. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history 
on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, as well as Jersey Dispatch, on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network.